Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Get up, get up, get up. It's the Get Up Show. Welcome, friends, to the Simon Says Podcast. We're well into the 160s. We'll let you know next week what exact number we're on. 163, maybe? It's one of those. It's either 163 or another number. I'm Sean, and Charlie's over there. We're part of the Get Up Show. Maddie is off. It's poor guy, man. He was taking vacation this week anyway to go see his hundred, literally 100-year-old grandparents in Florida. Mm -hmm. Then he gets sick all week. Yeah, he's been sick. He was only supposed to be off like the end of the week, but he's yep. been sick since Monday. So I don't even know if he's going to get to go. He was saying that that he might have to scrap the whole trip. Aww. That's sad. And it's they're not driving; they're flying. So he'd have to eat a flight too. Oh no! But would that be better than actually getting on a flight these days? I don't know. It's, I don't think so. But so, I mean, you lose the money unless it's refundable. They usually aren't. Hey, what's going on? We're here. We're getting ready for Tournament Town USA. I don't know if you guys heard or not, but there's some basketball games being played in Greensboro Dude, where they're what? supposed to be played. Yeah, it's exciting stuff. Yeah. Tomorrow, Duke plays Oral Roberts. I wonder who's going to win. I mean, I'm going to guess it'll be Duke, but you never know. Sometimes in the tournament, anything could happen. God, wouldn't that be just terrible for Duke fans to be beat, sent home by Oral Roberts? <laughs> Nothing against Oral Roberts. No. It's just a, a low-level team or a lower-ranked team. Yeah, plus they got Oral in their name. And then there's that. <laughs> it was the man's name. <laughs> I know it was, and I teeheed back then, too. <laughs> so if you would love to subscribe and like the podcast, please do. And if you ever want to be part of it, call the 336-373-0987 number. That'll get you in on it. Before we get to the calls, we had uh, Maya, one of our good friends, Miss Perry, filling in for Maddie on the trivia challenge. I want to play you a little bit of this because this is how things went down on the show with Maya and Charlie and their filthy, filthy minds. Whatever. Yeah, whatever. Let's see. Where are we? Here it is. Here it is. Good. And, and this is where I say, oh, good morning, Maya. Good morning. Oh, my God. I don't have a picture. Charlie, do you have a picture of the – are you a peep person? Do you eat peeps this time of year? <sighs> it, I got to be in a mood. Yeah. Have to. You know, I don't dislike them. It's like an Easter dish, you know? Of course, and it's almost here. I don't dislike them, but I don't eat them every year. I'll go about three, four years before I need a peep. I will go for a long time and think, I'll try one again. Nope. What about, (laughs) have you seen the Aldi's peeps? Aldi's peeps? Aldi's peeps. People are so upset about it, and I've looked at them, and I don't see what you're talking about. Y'all got a dirty mind. Technically. What are they shaped like? Tell me. The bag says bunnies and chicks. (laughs) 
It looks more like bunnies and... Hey, oh, watch it. oh, okay. No, no, it's not. You, I'll try one. It's a dirty, <laughs> dirty mind thing, man. Okay. <laughs> All right. Y'all couldn't stop. I know. That's good. Because, like, all of a sudden... I even edited some of that out. There was a lot of laughing. <laughs> what? What? Huh? What? Huh? It's the Get Up Show Trivia Challenge. Okay, so here we are with Maya, ready to try the peeps, and we've got the Trivia Challenge going on. Merle Fest is coming back April 27th. Wilkes Community College in Wilkesboro. It's going to be an incredible show. Avett Brothers, the Robinson Brothers, Little Feet, Tanya Tucker. Tickets at 987simon.com slash contests. This will happen at your house 280 times a week. Wow. Yep. At your house, your house, my house. On average, this happens 280 times a week. What is it? And you remember what it was? Um. Yes, of course. It's opening the refrigerator. Oh, my God. She's right. And that seems high, unless you have kids. And sometimes it gets open once and stays open. That's true, except <laughs> you said yours stays open. Mine will actually beep at you if you leave it open. Ah, so, space age. So it kind of yells at you. Space age technology. Uh, so, yeah, 280 times is a lot. What happens with mine? Because I don't have fancy things like you. I don't have space age technology in my house. You it's know, it's not that new. It's not like the kind that I can pull it up on my app and see what's in it. Well, when my daughter doesn't close the refrigerator door, the freezer starts to go crazy and puts a bunch of snow in there, and then it melts and puts <laughs> water out of the ice dispenser. Yay! Oh, <laughs> that's always the best. Yeah. Especially when you walk over there in your socks. <laughs> It's better than what I used to walk in in my socks when I had dogs in the house. Uh, true, true. So, yeah, back to your dirty mind on those Aldi's brand peeps. You don't have to have a dirty mind. They look just like a... I see. I don't. I really don't see it. You don't see how it looks like a male member? I know what you're saying. I understand what you're getting at, but no, I don't see it. Well, it's like this part. And then <laughs> I mean, I know. Part. I saw it. I, I know what you're saying. Believe me. <laughs> <laughs> I know how this works, but to me, I, I think you kind of have to have that on your mind to see I don't that. Think so I saw it the second I looked at them. Well, I mean, they're just—they're I mean. just shaped that way. This and is what I mean. No, it was on your mind already. It is not. Look, we're females. We—you are the ones. Males are the ones that have that on their mind all the time. Yeah, right. But remember, the only proper thing to do with a peep is to place it in the center of a paper plate and put it in the microwave. And watch that thing blow up oh, big as a basketball. what's that one going to turn into? <laughs> <laughs> Hadn't tried it with the offensive oh, all God, these peeps God. yet. Anything could happen. <laughs> Let's get to some phone calls. Again, if you ever want to be part of our podcast, 336-373-0987. Got some great calls to get to. Hey, Simon. Um, I don't consider myself to be naive, but the boneless chicken wing thing, when it first came out, it kind of threw me a little bit too i thought that boneless chicken wings would be much like boneless skinless thighs are it is still the thigh meat that just had the bones removed so that it's you know nothing but meat so i understand a little bit his you know his uh idea of it so just thought i'd say that thank you have a great day yeah, she's talking about a guy who is suing Buffalo Wild Wings because they call them boneless wings 
when they're nuggets. Yeah, they're totally nugs. But he didn't say what he's looking for, what his damages would be if he wins the lawsuit. Yeah, what is your, I mean, do you just want your money back? I or? want you to put put a bone in each one of those nugs and I'll be happy. Yeah, then it'd be like a lollipop. Hey, I don't know what he hopes to win, man, but that's that's just the latest in these crazy lawsuits. That Charlie loves to get in on, by the way. Any class action suit, she's going to fill out that little yeah, postcard. Yeah, I mean, I'm not the person who's going to file it, but if I have a chance <laughs> to get some money, I will. Hey, Simon, saying yes, ma'am, and saying yes, sir, that's respect. It don't matter if they're younger or older or whatever. You show respect. There you go. We had a, a difference of opinion on that. Because Charlie thinks when people call her ma'am, it does what? It makes me feel old. Hmm. Was there a time where you were younger than you are now and somebody said ma'am and you were like, ah, oh, that was very nice. No, it's always made me feel old. Really? Especially when I was like, if somebody did it in my 20s, I was like, what? I'm not a ma'am. See, and I do it. I say yes, ma'am to people, you know, in, in the right settings, you know, I'll say yes, ma'am. I get the doctor's office. Okay. Young, a young nurse might get a yes, ma'am. Uh -huh. So she hates that is what you're saying. It, well, again, I didn't grow up in the South, though, so it's a different perception of it when you grew up in the South. But even that man who made the comment, I feel like he wouldn't say that to, he would be, he would say, yes, young lady, or something like that. He wouldn't say yes, ma'am, to a teenage girl. Would it shock you to learn that that man is only 19 years old? <laughs> <laughs> wow it would yes sir so and and that brought up the subject of people using guys saying hey guys like oh my god what's her name kim kardashian on the bra commercial yeah when it starts out mm -hmm. the first time that thing came on tv i was like what's wrong what happened because it starts out and she goes guys <laughs> these are the most comfortable bras you will ever wear i was like did she really just say Guys. <laughs> and the thing is, it has become popular since um, making your own videos. YouTube and TikTok hey have started. That's been the thing because young kids get it from the other people. And yeah. it's just, but where I grew up in Indiana, everyone was guys. It was a group of people. It was how Southerners use y'all. Mm -hmm. We used guys. So it was. You know, hey, you guys, what are you doing? Mm -hmm. But it was it, that applied to all of the people there. Anybody, young, anybody's old, guys, female, male, whatever. Yeah, I've noticed it going on in restaurants before I knew it was going on with all the YouTube videos and the TikTok videos and everything, because I thought it was weird. I was out with like my mom, for instance, mm -hmm. and we're standing there and the, the hostess goes, follow me, guys. I'm like, that's my mom. Yeah, I find it more, um, I think you could maybe not for older people that you need to be a little more respectful to, or if you're in a, a fancy setting, you yeah. wouldn't say, hey guys. Yeah, but one friend of mine will correct them. She's kind of a model, she's a spokesmodel type of person, and when she is called guys, she says, excuse me, I'm a lady, do I look like a guy? Please don't call me guy. But see, then that's that's taken away from your regional vernacular. Like, that's my <laughs> vernacular that I use, and I'm sorry, but it, I wasn't calling you a guy. I was calling you y'all. 
<laughs> you and your vernacular. Hey, Simon, I just heard your commercial in about how people are calling in from all over the triad and they got up to Mount Airy. But, you know, Fancy Gap, Virginia ain't in the triad, but we're up here listening. So play me Blues Brothers Rubber Biscuit. <laughs> now, Woo, Fancy Gap. That is one of the coolest town names in Virginia, Fancy Gap. And we love to hear from you. You know, the triad, nobody says that. No. Nobody says triad except for TV and radio and newspapers. Yeah, it's what they call the region because it's three cities that make a triangle. Mm-hmm. But triangle was taken, so we had to take triad. Yeah. <laughs> now, in triangle, in the triangle, people do say that. Do they? Yeah, people say that more. And then there's RTP, Research Triangle Park. But you'll never find anybody in the wild talking about here in the triad. Yeah, I live know? in the triad. No, it's there. You always mention it by town, or if you're in, yeah. you know, fancy gap, you you're not necessarily in the triad. And what you said, remember, Winston Salem used to be two towns, mm-hmm. so it should be actually a, a square ad. Quadrangle. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, we welcome calls from wherever you are, anytime. Of course. Hey Simon, how you doing? I just heard that story that you said about the door. You know, when we first moved here, we moved into an apartment uh, on Matt, by Matt, it was Madison Woods. And I worked a night shift. And, and we, my wife told my daughter all the time about slamming the door. And she said, I'll take it off. Well, one day I came home from work. It was 2 o'clock in the morning. My wife was standing in the hallway with a door in her hand. And she said, what do I do with it now? <laughs> <laughs> Take it easy, guys. That's Tommy. We love Tommy. Yeah, there was a couple who had a problem with their daughter slamming the door because with the way the house was situated, she was under their bedroom, and her two brothers were on either side of her in the house. So every time she slammed the door, wake the whole house up. Right. Like if she's just going to the bathroom in the middle of the night, she's going to slam that door. Because teenage girls don't know how to close a door. Yeah. And, and even younger. My daughter used to slam them like crazy just because, just to hear it slam. And I'm not kidding. Just to hear that, just to have that power as a little toddler, <laughs> let that doorknob go and hear that slam. Yeah. So th- this couple told the little girl, they told her over and over, you keep slamming that door, you're not going to have a door. And She's like, yeah, right. So she gets home from school one day, there's no door, and they've hung a curtain there where her door used to be. And she says that's abuse. It is not abuse. You were warned. You were warned profusely. Um, and I think it's great. They at least, you know, they put up a curtain so it's like nobody can see in your room. You still have your privacy. Mm-hmm. But since you can't do what we asked you, it's gone. And they even put Velcro on the curtain so that it would stay closed. Yeah, but Tommy does have a good question. What do you do with the door once you remove it from the room? <laughs> well, you keep that handy in case your ship hits an iceberg. <laughs> But don't think you're going to put Jack on it with you. Well, they did. He did say, what's his name? The guy, James Cameron? Yeah. He said that technically, yeah, Jack maybe could have lived, but he wouldn't have taken a chance at risking Rose. Right, because it would have gone underwater and they both would have frozen. I don't know. Too much weight. It's a big door, man. Too much weight. But you got to balance it out. You got Rose over there, like a teeter-totter. Rose is over there and Jack's over here, and they've got it balanced just right. 
See, it could have uh-huh. worked. You think? Yeah. No. Let me let me hit an iceberg, and I'll show you how this All works. All right. We'll get you on a cruise ship first, and we'll see if that happens. Oh, yeah, you do have to do that. You Never do. mind. Hey, Sean, quit your crying there, punk. Oh, that was nice. He might be referring to my reaction to Daylight Saving Time. Probably. Which you notice. Are, are you through it yet? I told you. I told you Monday. I'm not complaining about it this year. I know. Why not? I'm amazing. What is wrong? I'm facing it. It's just like if you were to get in a tank full of snakes Duh! to face your fear of snakes. I'm facing daylight saving. This is, I can't even put into words how different this is. Oh, no. Than a tank full of snakes. It's the same thing. Oh, it's not. This is terrifying to me and it ruins my life. Well, what have you done this year that's different than every other year before that you wanted to complain and whine? Just decided not to complain and whine. I'm facing my fear by just dealing with it and not being vocal about how much it hurts me deep. I wish we could have made you do this years ago. It hurts every bit of me, but I'm not talking about it. I'm not saying. No. Not saying that it hurts and that it's awful. Nope, doesn't hurt. Because the pitch black in the morning, oh, that's so worth it for it to be light at night. When you go to bed at night and it's still bright lights outside. It's kind of neat to see the moon in the morning. You're not, you know, you don't, you don't, (laughs) you don't even believe that. No, then it makes me really feel like, gosh, I'm up so early. We still had that already. (laughs) This is just hard on everybody else. You know, scientifically proven, people get hit by cars, people have heart attacks. Well, well, it. We're almost through it. People run into icebergs and have to float on a door <laughs> every year during mm-hmm. this time. Yeah. I wish they would just leave it alone, man. We would be fine with standard time all year. There's no no reason for daylight saving anymore. It's archaic. It's run its course. And you, you got to believe I'm right. I think switching clocks is archaic and has run its course. I would like to stay in this time zone, Mm-mm. this time frame forever. I hate it. But I'm not going to say that this year. Don't say that this year. not saying it this time. Hey, Simon. I was just calling in about uh, your comment about um, drug addicts hanging out at the library. Um, I'm a librarian, and the homeless population has been coming to the library for years uh, because it's heated and it's air-conditioned. And they can also go to the uh, restrooms and um, get cleaned up, um, you know, take a, a bird bath kind of thing. So anyway, I just wanted to comment on that. Have a great day. Bye-bye. Yeah, there was a story about a librarian who heard some some kind of ruckus, and she went over to check it out, and there was a guy on the floor flopping around, and his buddy said, I think he just OD'd. And the librarian was equipped with the Narcan nose spray and saved the guy's life on the floor of the library. Mm-hmm. And Sean was questioning, when did this become a thing of well, people like that being in the library? But it's a public place, and it's open, and it's free, and anyone can go in. Yeah. So it does become a safe haven. I'm worried about librarians now more than ever. Oh, absolutely. You know, used to be they would just shush, and then when it got to be time almost to close, oh, Miss Crowder... The librarian at H. Leslie Perry Library in Henderson, if it was getting close to closing time, she knew how long it took her to do everything she had to do to get out of there. Yes. So she back-timed it. And if you were still sitting there at the table with your books out or whatever, she'd start turning the lights off and on. <laughs> and she wouldn't say a word. Oh, it's she, just your warning. She looked like one of those like 
classic old ladies with the long black dress with the buttons up the front and her mm-hmm. hair pulled back in hair a bun the and the black boots. She was that. And she would not say a word. She'd just stand there like a robot, turn the lights <laughs> off and on. I'll never forget it. But I hate that librarians have to do that Oh, now. I do too. It's got I hate to be. that it just doesn't seem safe. That's right. And it's got to be uncomfortable. Yeah. You know? I mean, homeless people got to go somewhere. But if you know that homeless guy came in here and just took a bird bath in your library bathroom, I don't want to go in there. Yeah, I mean, there, there's lots of concerns there. I just have such great memories of the library in my hometown growing up. It was, um, it's called the Carnegie Public Library, and it was built by a grant from the Carnegie family, mm-hmm. and it's beautiful, this stone, gorgeous building, and I just, it was so pretty going in the entrance, and it was, and I always loved to get books and everything. I just have such great memories of my library. I don't want to think of it like that. Yeah, and I guess all libraries are doing it that are still around. Like the library that I went to when I was a kid on the Eastern Shore has closed. Oh. Yeah. How does the library close? But it's closed down. And the the old H. Leslie Perry Library in Henderson was like you're talking about. It was beautiful marble. Mm-hmm. You know, it had like Greek frescoes on the wall that were real yeah. and, and amazing. So whatever happens to all that stuff? They moved the library to the old grocery store. And that building's just sitting there. Oh, that just makes me sad. But how long are we going to even need libraries? Because yeah, I mean, people don't go and check. I mean, pe- people do, but not as many people go and check out physical books as they used to. I personally, I check them out, but I use it on an app. Mm. I, they're like, they're ebooks, and you can still right. check them out through the library, but I don't actually go to the library. Oh, it's kind of sad. It's a, It's a passage of, you know... Technology has taken something else. Mm-hmm. And I can't tell you the last time I was in a library, though. So mm-hmm. I'm part of the problem. I need to go to the library and take a bird bath. I am, too. You know what I used to la- <laughs> the last time I went into a library was for? Huh. To print out something because I didn't have a printer at home. Serious? Yeah. How long ago was that? Um, Like, I don't know, a year, two? So it was not too long ago. You can still get uh, movies and music and stuff at the library, too, mm-hmm. if you go. Hey, Simon, this is Jim over at Davie County, Advance, North Carolina. I don't know if you guys know it or not, but if you eat a tablespoonful of honey, local honey from your area, every day in a year's time, most of your allergies will go away. Have a good one. Thanks. Bye. Thanks, Jim. Yep, we've heard that one before. If you eat your local honey every day for a year, you won't have allergies. But that's a whole year. But then what will we complain about? <laughs> Plus, that's a year. I need a quick yeah. fix. When spring rolls around and... Yeah, you're not thinking about that all year. Good. But I, I know, man, allergies are... It's like my friend said, my friend Rick Brewer said, spring, the most beautiful time of the year, ruined by pollen. Exactly, it's true. But be careful. We need the bees. Be nice to the bees. Don't spray your backyard for mosquitoes if you can help it. Yeah. Because that kills everything. Mm-hmm. I can't stand to see that. I know people people feel strongly about it. Like, I, my kids will get malaria out here. Well, probably well, not. won't either. Probably not. But you're not just killing the skeeters. Hey, Simon, don't slam the electric lunchboxes. Um, I bought one for my husband because he works late nights, and I'm asleep, and I make him supper, and I put his supper in the electric lunchbox to keep it warm. Um, And it's awesome. It works great. It's better than the microwave. And I'm not wasting electricity keeping his 
his uh, supper in the oven with oven on low. So I love the electric lunchbox, but I'm not cooking a whole meal in it. I'm just warming up my sweetie's supper so when he gets home, he has something nice to eat. So they're kind of awesome. Love you guys. Take care. Bye-bye. Oh, we love you too. And I bet you you appreciated that she said supper that many times, didn't you? She said supper a lot. You're a supper person. I have become a supper person (laughs) because that's what the people I'm around the most call it. I was always a dinner guy. I used to, I used to, you know, I think I've gone through both. I think I started out saying supper when I was a kid yeah. and then somewhere it transferred to dinner mm. and now I'm back to supper. I remember the old folks telling me that dinner was a small meal in the middle of the day and supper was the big meal, but I never could get to it. I never could say supper like that, but she's talking about the story. This lady cooked a full steak dinner it was steak and uh, sweet baked sweet potato and green beans. She cooked every bit of it in her electric lunchbox at her desk at work. Yeah, that seems like a lot. I, I like what this lady does a little better <laughs> than the whole. Well, yeah. She took her whole, she says she gets to work, she unloads her vegetables and her soy sauce and stuff, and she starts prepping the steak at her desk. Mm-hmm. She gets it ready. Um, she wraps up her sweet potato in foil. She puts it in there. Then she cooks it. That's half of the day. Then the next half of the day, she's enjoying her electric lunchbox meal. I don't know, man. I don't think she's going to have that job very long. We just don't know when she's actually working because she's so busy prepping her lunch. (laughs) This lunch is so good. Hey, Simon, don't slam the electric lunchbox. Hold on. We just had her. Hold on, I don't know what I did wrong. Stand by, everyone. This is a little technical fast-forwarding here. I know Keeping it warm for her, sweetie. Okay, here we go. Back to the calls. Hey, Simon. Yes, yes, yes. You know, Simon's always been the best. <laughs> Thank you. Have a God-blessed day. God bless America. Yeah. Thank you. We love that kind of spirit. <laughs> you know, a few more of those, and Tommy can call up. Super Tanker Tommy can call up and call me a punk anytime he wants. There you go. These are better. Yeah. Hey, Simon. Um, just a thought. If you were visible, invisible, your retinas would almost also be invisible. Therefore, um, they would not collect any light, and you would be blind as well. <sighs> yeah. How about that? Oh, my gosh. Yeah, because we were talking about being invisible, and your concern was that your eyelids would be invisible so you would never be able to fully close your eyes. But he's saying your eyes wouldn't work because they'd be transparent. I just I think that the best way to be invisible would be where like you can see yourself, but no one else can see you. You can't have it both so ways. You're just like... It's like your colors are shifted in a way that you're you blend in with everything around you. You really want this to work, don't yes, you? Yes, I do because I want to be invisible. Well, they have that. They have the invisibility jacket, which does what you say. It it has little bitty uh, like prisms on it, and it scatters the colors, and and it makes part of you invisible mm-hmm. by virtue of moving the light around. Maybe but, we'll just have an invisible body, but my head can yeah. still, so I can see and and stuff. <laughs> That's that floating head again. Get ready. It thinks we can't see it. 
It's going for the bank vault. Well, because when I look down, I don't see anything. So I think I'm invisible. Don't shoot at the middle part. There's nothing there. Now, it would be cool. Which would you rather, though, be invisible or be able to stop time at your leisure? Oh. Because effectively, you would be invisible then. Everybody else is stopped. They don't see what you're doing. Hmm. I think so. I'm, I don't know. This is tough. We we talked about this the other day. I really just want to be able to like travel quickly to places. That, like, that was my big thing. Speed. Like the flash, super speed. Like the flash, where you could travel through time because you're so fast. Right. I don't know. I think stopping time would be pretty cool because, as you know, I'm a little bit obsessed with time. And if I had a magic stopwatch, I could give myself an extra hour wherever I wanted it. So you'd be even earlier than you already are. Yeah. Oh, great. Yeah, but yeah. nobody would know. Yeah, I don't think I want to stop time because then, like, things might not happen the way they're supposed to. Like, if I stop time right as something is about to fall, I can walk over and put it back up. And in the same vein, something good might be about to happen, but if I go try to fix it, then it would ruin everything. Mm, I don't think you're supposed to fool with stuff. This is science. You wouldn't be able not to. I don't Come think on now. <laughs> I think you're supposed to let everything happen like it's supposed to. Really? You just have control over when it happens. No, I think if you stopped time and you saw something, you'd be like, mm, let me go fit. Let me just, I, that's in the wrong place. Let me put this over here. Oh, she, her hair looks bad. Let me, let me just fix this. Oh yeah. Bit. I'd be doing like, some hair. <laughs> I mean, I'd definitely be I'm doing just some. just giving examples, but I, you would see something that you didn't <laughs> like and you'd fix it. You would change the temperature. I would do that everywhere. And that would change everything. I would do that everywhere. Yeah. No. And I, I would definitely be fixing that bad hair day. Here, let me get you an updo. <laughs> let, let me give you a blowout. <laughs> when when time resumes, you're going to look great. <laughs> See, I never thought of that till right now, but that's a great use of stopping time. It's better than pulling pants down. You know? <laughs> Which, Thanks. which Thanks I think some people would think of that, you know, some people. <laughs> I mean, it'd be much better if you would just fix somebody's hair. <laughs> your hair looks great. Your pants are gone. So, hey, listen, thanks Sweet so much breathe. for joining us on the podcast. If you'd ever like to really, really join us, call us up on the Simon line, 336-373-0987. We'd love to share some time on here with you. Remember to listen to us on the website, 987simon.com, or on the Odyssey app. You can yes, find all kind of stuff on that free app. We got Bet You Won't Play It Friday coming. And I realized people listening to the podcast today got a glimpse into the future because we pre-recorded with Maya because she's such a busy lady. That trivia question will actually be on tomorrow's show. So don't tell a soul, but you'll know. You got a final thought? Um, you guys, stop pulling everybody's pants down. Guys, <laughs> next time. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 
Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. Hey. 